Hey, everybody. Oh, this is awesome. This is Garrett Sussman, and you are joining us for the Rankable Podcast by the iPoll Rank Agency. This is awesome. Today, we're, I'm being joined by kind of, I mean, she, she's, all, she's all bashful, but she's a legend in our community. She, she does such an amazing job building up and giving back to the SEO community. In fact, she just hit a milestone where she achieved 100,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, she is an international consultant with her own consultancy, RNT. She is Aleda Solis. Thank you so much for joining us, Aleda. Oh, thank you very much for the opportunity. It's great to be able to chat today. I am so excited to dive in, um, partially to all of your expertise in international SEO, but more so, I just love what you do in our community. I mean, you have your own kind of video series, which is um, the Crawling Mondays on Monday. You have an email that goes out to 15,000 SEOs in our industry, SEO FOMO on Sunday. You do this, this Twitter Spaces recap with a bunch of cool people in the industry like Nick Wilson, um, and that you do that on Monday. And then you're also constantly putting out great content um, I just want to dig into all this and then, and not even to mention learning SEO.io, which is the hub you've been building, teaching other SEOs how to grow. How, how did you get into SEO in the first place? Tell, tell us the origin story of Aleda. So I, I got into SEO because I, I was a web, design, web designer slash front end web developer before. And, um, at some point I got, um, and I reached this. I think that is a stage that many people who started doing SEO, like reach, like their clients asking, and now how can I bring traffic to the website that you created for me? And so it was very, let's say, natural and spontaneous. And uh, I, I was trying to find a way for a while to learn more about online marketing. Uh, and this was back in 2006 or so. And uh, and and I got into an e-commerce uh master that existed at the time and funnily enough like they actually didn't like what i expected to be taught right uh, uh, but it was more about how to build e-commerce websites rather than the marketing side of it and um and then but coincidentally it was like a very serendipity type of moment when i was like i was looking for jobs part-time jobs while i was studying and and uh, and then i i saw that there was a position at an online marketing agency uh, to manage a network of travel websites uh, at the time and it was to do pretty much everything from content to marketing, like affiliate, uh, I had to monetize the website, I had to optimize the website, rank the websites to do the whole thing. So I was like the content slash web manager, right? And this is how I started to actually doing more and learning more about SEO because it was an online marketing agency. So there was a proper SEO department and I was learning all the time and and, and really like I, I got much more into it uh, up to a point when uh, an SEO specialist was leaving the company and they they saw me and they said, oh, oh, we saw that you like this. Um, so do you want the opportunity to start doing this like full time? 
for, for clients rather than our own website. So I went and uh, I switched and I focused completely on, on SEO. And for me, SEO was fantastic because I, I think that it, this is what I love. Like it has a little bit of everything, right? It has a little bit of, of um, yeah, you need to have technical understanding, but you also need to um, understand uh, like the marketing side, side of things, business need. Uh, you, you, you have the ability and the capacity and the chance to build to create and and bring value also to companies that in some like in, in my case I love the companies and I, I use myself I am I am actually a customer of many of the companies that I that I work for so is is an amazing I think it's an amazing pos, like position role right that not, not that many other industries have right we're able to 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 wear many hats we're multidisciplinary so you're never bored you always are learn you're always learning new stuff so I love it I love that and it makes so much sense i think so many of our colleagues get in in the same way where it's like you're in some sort of marketing agency or you're you're trying to learn on your own and you're just trying everything like i feel like i've seen this twitter conversation where people discuss like what's the best way to learn seo and part of it is just you know obviously having someone who knows it who can work with you but like just trying everything always being someone who's who's open and proactive I love that that's how you got into it. And, and actually it segues perfect into my next question, which is learning SEO is still not there. It, they're still not, like you don't necessarily learn SEO in school. And so you kind of took it upon yourself a few months ago to start building this hub, learning SEO. What is it? What, what are you trying to do there? Yeah, so the, it's it's funny because when I was actually learning SEO, there was a information scarcity, right? I, re I remember back at that time, uh, there were not that many websites with any reliable information at all. I remember SEO Mose or SEO Book or Webmaster Word, right? But, but the information was scarce, and uh, so and you got the, like the fundamentals or the tips, and and you had to test a lot and build yourself uh, your own site to see if it worked. It, it, if not, like a lot of experimentation. And now I think that we have reached the point that is the other way around, right? Like we have ton, tons of online courses, free paid um, communities, uh, manuals, ebooks, like you name it, right? It's overwhelming. It's, uh, yeah. So, and, and that is the problem that, that there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of information that is amazing either, uh, 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 out there that is even free. And uh, but on the but on the other hand, there's also a lot of misinformation uh, that is also free and sometimes even paid, and that is even worse, I would say. So um, and then also the problem of all of this is that because SEO has grown so much, there's also so many different paths that you can take to develop yourself as a professional. So sometimes the the hardest part uh, now is not only to identify good resources to learn. Uh, but also to understand uh, where you need to put your efforts based on your expectations and your goals, right? And I remember that uh, a year ago or so, I was mentoring someone and this person was like, oh, I see all of this information about Python SEO. And uh, and I so I was wondering, should I start to, to, to learn how to program? And I was like, wait a minute, one question. Do you know HTML? And uh, this person was like, no, I don't know HTML. So before learning how to try to automate something in SEO, 
please learn the fundamentals and 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 the, the if because this person wanted to focus on the technical side of things of course if you're a lean builder or digital pr you might not necessarily like prioritize this but but this person literally wanted to focus on the technical side of things but because of all of the information and 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 the wave of automation uh, that we're we're seeing which is amazing by the way but but this person like, again she like couldn't prioritize well and and i was like no you totally need to learn first html because the base of the web uh it will also serve uh to to your own to, to do your own uh technical seo analysis and once that you learn that amazing learn how to automate many of the tasks that can consume a lot of time and you can easily like um facilitate and and speed up processes like this right but let's start with the base so i could understand at that point how because even like if you join um, Twitter and there's so many amazing resources like this one, you don't know you don't know how they fit together and 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 so that that is why I created the roadmap. It's like okay, here are the fundamentals, here are the areas. If you want to dig deeper in limb build, building, here you have all of these uh, sections or modules. Or if you want to dig more into technical, let's say here are more all these models. If you want to automate. Here's all of this other section of resources, and it's not only Python. You can also do it with JavaScript. You can also do it with R. It's because a lot of people think that there's only one way to do things. No, there are so many ways. And if you want to complement, so if you want to specialize into industries, uh, okay, perfect. Uh, travel SEO, SaaS SEO, e-commerce SEO, or if if you want to focus in specific areas, right, like international SEO. So I I I started to share like like all of these different areas of knowledge in SEO, but in a way that you can see um, in a very graphical, easy to understand way, how it all fits together and what is definitely fundamental to learn and yeah. what is optative and how you can focus and, and evolve uh, your, your career in different ways, depending on your preferences, right? I, I, I love the way that you're, not only you built it, but you're iterating on it. You're making, you know, adding to it, improving upon it. And you're almost thinking about it obviously from an SEO. It's like there's a site architecture there to your point of having, you know, the layers and the tracks and the topics and the topic clusters and, and really building out this site. But I also think you make a great point about there's this oversaturation of education materials. You, you know, Google puts out a certain amount of documentation, but mm -hmm. everyone, whether it's Google, the software tools, the agencies, the consultants, the, the expert writers, Everyone, I feel like, has a different incentive when they're building these courses, whether they're, you know, trying to get people to use their tools or Google's trying to get people to buy their ads or, you know, agencies are trying to bring on clients by showing themselves as experts. Everyone has a different incentive. I think that's what brings your curation of this um, so much value because you basically are pulling, you're finding the best resources in our industry and putting them together, right? How are you, how are you vetting the content that you're adding to learning SEO. Yes, so I actually do a research, right? I and I start searching, which, <laughs> but, but of course, if you see, if you see, not necessarily the articles that rank at the top are the ones that are included there, mm -hmm. <laughs> and and that shows a little bit of how Google still has a little bit of a mismatch to to establish expertise, real expertise, a comprehensiveness. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, but realistically, it's, it's a little bit true, right? So I do a, 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 like a start researching and aggregation. Many of these resources are resources that I already know, uh, mm -hmm. but of course I have maybe 
a couple, right? But I, I, I have the final, a minimum uh, per section. So it, it is comprehensive enough. It, it gives enough choices for to the person who, who wants to, to, to learn about a certain topic. So for example, internal linking. So I start researching which, which are like the resources and um, about internal linking that are comprehensive enough uh, that um, are also specific and tactical enough to, but also explain the why, explain how it feels, fits together, uh, provide examples, uh, pro uh, features, different tools that can be used for it. So like that, if you see that sometimes not only uh, guides, but also checklists, but also in some kind cases, free online courses too, because of free events, uh, courses in some cases. Uh, so like the characteristics, most important characteristic that I try to look for is that these are resources that are free. So available for everybody. Uh, they are comprehensive, accurate, that they don't misguide the person and that they cover the topic uh, in a comprehensive way in, in many different ways. Right. And, and it is useful enough to understand the topic and start doing it right so you can maybe find a piece that is potentially very theoretical but it's good to understand the why and and then you will have another piece with a with a list of tactics to 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 complement the knowledge so the person can start doing them so and i believe that at least reading two or three of them will give like enough understanding and vision of uh, what it is about and how they can start doing it right um so yes i, I do my own research uh on google i see what is, has been shared lately uh right. the most over social too um i ask people around have you how what are the, the the resources about this topic that you have like i received quite a few recommendations on my email of people i people. bet teaching their own pieces now is interesting and i tell them look thank you very much i will definitely take it into consideration and i have included many of them but of course i have left out some others so in some cases it's because uh they there might be ebooks but all of the content is hidden behind uh um yeah wall and you need to yeah. leave an email so i i wanted to make it as accessible as possible right um in other cases it's because it's it's not comprehensive. It's very thin and um, and or it's very stately. So I try to avoid. Uh, and I, I, my my priority is that it's actually useful for the people. And, it, and of course, I, I can completely understand a tool, for example, that um, explain a topic and it showcases the examples with its own functionality. It makes total sense. And at the end, there can be a call to action saying, and and if you want to start doing this right away start our trial whatever but it's important that is useful enough um and and you can easily apply the same criteria and 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 rules and principles with many other tools right uh so for example cyber does this a lot content keen also they they are building semrush also that these are tools that i believe that they do a really good job blending the resources that they build so they are not like only to 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 share information about themselves uh, also Ashraf they do a lot of this so i think that this is the beauty now i think that we have, have reached a point and i already know oh uh, uh, whenever i want to share about a topic who are usually like the publication the mainstream i will say publications um the the, the seo modes of of today right that they are covering and they have created this amazing uh content hubs and and uh, around all of these topics and of course, 
they will tend to be there. But I, I also love to identify who are like the specialists of a certain area and they have, like people who are very specialized in a, in a particular area. And I know that this person has ton, has has shared tons of presentations, resources, guides about this particular topic. I make sure to go and take a look and research even with the person name, because I know that this person has shared a lot about it. So sometimes these are even presentations that they won't, they they will tend to not necessarily rank very well, or or guys that sometimes are not on their own website, but on the website of a third party platforms where they have contributed. Uh, but uh, so I try to yeah aggregate and and find in different ways um, resources that I know that will be comprehensive, that will be accurate, that will be useful. I, I love it. It's it's almost like you're playing the role of Google, right? Like, because in a way you're looking at things and you want to create a good user experience. It's like you don't want something hidden behind a paywall that frustrates a user. You're, you know, trying to use like EAT signals around expertise, authoritativeness and trustworthiness. I mean, like it's a, it's a brilliant approach and, and it's not easy because there's a lot of crap out there. So, you know, I, I think it's cool. I think it's a great resource. That being said, you know, the fundamentals, a lot of the fundamentals of SEO never really change. It's like once you understand the SEO fundamentals, like you can can start to build and go from there. But how do you recommend, like where do beginners get stuck when they want to like become more advanced? What are some of those like moments that you see that are like, it's just really hard? Yeah, I think that it is easy to, or relatively easy, at least if you have been like working on the web or as a content writer and you have seen or heard about SEO um, or as a web developer, the same. Uh, so you, you, you know about the logic of it, oh, content that needs to be optimized or, or a web structure that needs to be crawlable and indexable and fast uh, and but the issue comes, I think, that once that you have the understanding of the concepts that play a role into SEO, is how you, how you blend it all together to establish an actual strategy, to develop a process that will allow you to reach specific goals that will move the needle or actions that will move the needle to achieve certain goals that the company or the website actually needs to achieve, right? And that that layer, that strategical ledger, and the, I think that the problem also is that a, there are a lot of resources out there that they say 10 strategies or when it, like, sorry, most of these are not strategies, these are tactics. So a lot of people, they what they tend to do is like, they have like the 100 to-dos checklist type right. of thing with a lot of tactics. And the problem is that, of course, there, there is a scarcity of resources. There is only so much that you can do. You don't need that, like, and I was sharing this the other day, it's like impossible to reach like the completely optimized website and also optimized, but for which terms, like which are the ones that will actually bring you value, right? And for all of that, you need to prioritize, you need to focus, you need to know what, what are the, top areas or pages to actually optimize and for what. Uh, and then although that, which are, which are the ones that you need to build and create because they don't exist at all on the website and, and, and how, right? So, and, and how they fit together. So this strategical puzzle, I do believe is the hardest part, uh, especially at the beginning, right? Because it's something completely new and, and it requires not only understanding of the concepts, but also a really good understanding uh, of the business and and also a little bit of uh, and this is the thing you learn this with with experience right what should you do 
first what will have a higher impact because you 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 know that there are this list of top factors top top drivers rider right, that have a, a major influence but at the end of the day it's like and the, the problem is that it is when you end up seeing and i was seeing the other day this also with a client that they they had this person who had been involved in seo but this person wasn't an seo saying oh and i i have seen that we have this sort of facets relying on, on your, your urls with parameters i know that urls with parameters are 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 not ideal and i was like you're completely right but take a look at all of these priorities that we do have that will have a much higher impact than trying to get rid of parameters in in the url so that is a non-problem that is not optimal but it's a non-problem and the impact that trying to fix this will be minimum and one and will generate also non-trivial effort and a mini migration and that is one of the hardest type of uh, uh, technical activities that we can run into at this point so this sort of understanding at this point for most of us, many of us that have had at least i don't know a year of experience is trivial but when you are starting oh my god especially if it is the client and it's someone like how do i justify it and i think that this is this is a, a criteria that that is true it, it's not good but should i do it should i shouldn't i so this sort of guidance and understanding and prioritization criteria is that what you you actually i think i do believe that this is like the hardest thing to do that i i agree with you prioritization is really really hard especially when and i know you have this experience where you're working with a lot of international clients and international you know gets even more complicated when you're talking about you know top level country domains and hreflang and you know working for different business arms because a lot of international companies mm -hmm. have like multi-organizations that you know have departmental silos as a consultant or or actually on the other side as a cmo what what does like someone on the other side who might not know seo what should they look at when they're starting to think about seo they might not be used to it but they need seo to ultimately drive their revenue and you know trust their team to drive those priorities yeah 100 so this is the thing and i i think that the issue is that many seo processes don't end up being successful because yeah there was someone who mentioned the 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 director or a c-level uh person seo take a look at it has helped us grow our, our startups to the next level um and after like the last couple of years like we're, we're the leaders right at the same level at the very old school competitors take a look at this and they are like, oh my God, I want this for my company. Finally, is I or, or, or finally understood that SEO was not uh, spam as they thought or something fishy <laughs> as they thought many years, a lot of, especially C-suit like, oh, SEO, what is that uh, industry that, you know, didn't have necessarily like the best reputation, I'm afraid during, during a lot of years, right? And now they have realized, oh my God, it's, it's, it, it, even Google has a, a best practices. Even Google hires SEO. Like, the, the, it's not all, <laughs> always bad. So yeah, yeah, indeed. So and the problem is that they start look looking for agencies, and I uh, unfortunately this is a thing. Many there are different paths, right? And many of these companies, since they have like a let's say agency that takes care of everything from 
from offline advertising to PPC. So like they say, oh, give me SEO. And literally their SEO in the overall, let's say day to day is like 5%. And doing SEO is like, pretty much optimizing metadata and, and, and that's pretty much it. And it's unfortunate and it takes a while until they see that they don't get traction. Um, and after that, what I have seen that they end up doing is hiring an in-house specialist who actually knows about it. And then this in-house specialist actually hire a specialized SEO agency or different consultants because they, they actually like, they think, okay, I can I can, I can uh, handle myself like the day-to-day -day operations, but I need like advisors or people who help me with very specific areas, right? And so this is the evolution that I, that I have seen many times. And the, or the other problems that I have seen is when startups, I think that they need SEO, uh, they say, okay, uh, they, they usually have like a digital marketer that does it all and they want and they start like looking for agencies that are not necessarily so expensive, right. but they are still startups, right? And, and the problem is like, oh, I need this very aggressive growth in this very little time with this very restrictive resources and um and uh and and but but I I want the best right so it's hard it's hard so the, all of these scenarios you can see from different ways and 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 moments and type of companies they always have all, always will tend to have challenges right startups they they will have more flexibility let's say and you will have you will be able as an seo to even talk directly with um and have a, like a much more fluid conversation with the developers but there will be there will tend to be a scarcity of resources especially for content or promotion and then on the other hand when you're working with big multinationals it will be all about how you navigate the bureaucracy, how you build, help to build cases, how I have been hired myself sometimes just to like confirm <laughs> what has right. been said uh, in the past by the in-house specialist many times, right? Uh, and, and, and then getting the validation from an external source to finally make things happen after many, many, many months, right? So unfortunately, there are a lot of challenges, um, not only like what processes, uh, but also the understanding inside the companies on what is actually needed, right? And uh, unfortunately, it's very difficult to find like the, the ideal scenario, like a decision maker that is actually invested in the process and know what is needed and provides the relevant resources and, 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 a, and a company that have enough resources and there's little bureaucracy and, and, and there's all the willingness by stakeholders to support you. Like, oh my God, that is the amazing ideal scenario. Thankfully, and this is one of the advantages, right? That and I am a very, I'm very thankful for that. I have reached a point in which uh, I am able to have this sort of clients. But oh my God, back in the day when I was just starting, I was an employee of a bigger agency, etc. This was not very common, right? So, so yes, I it's, it's difficult. It's difficult, and I believe that there are a couple of things like evangelization, education, um, to non-SEOs is a must, a good validation process at the beginning of the sales process. And I understand that this can very can be very hard, especially if you're not your own agency or consultancy owner, right? But me as a, as a consultant, I prefer to say no to a client that I can see that is not prepared uh, to, that they don't have enough resources, they don't have the flexibility, they don't want the willingness to understand, et cetera. Like it's better to say, okay, maybe you should start with paid search first and let's talk in 
higher. Let's talk. So you need to understand if there's a right fit and all to be or to, to have the, the the willingness and 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 the flexibility and the resources and and the base is there to build because otherwise yeah. uh, it, it will be like a, there, there will be there will likely be a, a backlash, right? And I'm not saying that all of the scenarios need to be ideal. There will always be challenge challenges that you cannot like always like um, right. You you you, 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 you can't predict them. Like, yeah, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot predict everything, right? But at least you can try to validate as much as possible and to identify that there's a right fit. I, I love it. And you touched on it. Like it all brings it full circle because at the beginning, we're talking about how awesome SEO is now because there's so many paths you can go down, not only mm -hmm. from the skill sets, but also from the niches, the industries, like the size of the company. It all makes a difference. And I think, you know, the trickiest thing I think if you're in house is like you're only working with like one website a lot of time. You know, like if you're an agency, you actually like you, you get to practice on different websites. Oh, 100%. You have all the eggs in one bag. Actually, this, this is a thing. I remember that when I well, I started working at an agency, right? And I learned SEO and evolved as SEO. I was there for four years and a half or so. And and after a while, I was like, oh my God, I next job, I, I want to be in-house because I wanted to actually be able to dig deep and have the capacity to understand the whole organization and right. build stuff and have much more of a say in things and completely understand and have direct access with people. And then I was like young and naive and I <laughs> ended up being in a company that literally like I had zero capacity to change stuff um, after a while, like because there was a redesign and after that redesign, nothing could change anymore or something like that and, and zero resources and a only a couple of developers that i could ask and they were like the people with the worst attitude towards seo so i was it was a terrible scenario and then i learned my lesson in my next position and like the first thing that i that i that i did when i was interviewing is like and i ask do you have resources mm -hmm. for 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 to implement things uh, for for content i was like oh we have you have journalists for, for because they they had a lot of, uh, of effort regard around content and oh and and from a developing perspective like and they are like we don't but we'll give you like <laughs> the resources to hire a couple of people and they're like oh my god yeah so but of, and and then of course even like that I ended up having challenges because of the business model of the company right so you always will will have challenges but I think that you you need to be very careful especially in house because all your eggs will be in a single bag to validate as much as possible that there yeah there's willingness to collaborate right the grass, the grass is always greener. And, and Alayda, I, I, I appreciate you. I, you know, I, having this time, I could talk to you for hours. Before we get to the end, because we're, we're almost at time, I do want to ask you, in terms of the community, I would just love for your like thoughts on the SEO community, where we're at, and also, what's your favorite project that you're currently working on that's connected to the community? Oh, well, oh, well where is it heading? Yes. You, you, you well, this is the thing. I think that we are and i know that many years like in the last couple of years or so there has been this what i was talking about before this wave or let's automatize right not yeah. only like not only specific tasks like oh like let's um i don't know automatically generate um let's say like an, an analysis of of of, of your con not, your not internal not, like, linking. Your, <laughs> your, your internal linking yeah or let's automate even automate your internal linking so and that's yeah. can be like a great output to let's say save you time 
and and that is great. I think that we're we're, but also uh, it is important, right? Like if you have tried many of the tools that automatize things, then you realize that they also need human input, human validation, and yes. and I have and not only not only like let's say scripts that you understand that you need to like, because it's not a full solution or something like that, but, but there are also tools like content tools to generate content, GPT-3, for example, right? I, and, and, and I have a couple of these tools and they are amazing, yeah. but, oh, but I, I tried the other day to generate SEO FOMO subject <laughs> line with it. And I was like, no, Another can you one. please share? Another, can you please share like all no. all the ones that you got and just see how bad? Another it was. one, no. And then you understand that, yeah. The, the problem is that you need really good input for the machine learning to 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 work as expected, right? So this is the thing. I think that we have we have gone through this wave of automation in different scenarios, and then we should realize, okay, this can save us this time, and it's amazing to also integrate integrate uh, different data sources, etc. Right. I think that we are going to reach a point uh, that two things will happen um, in the industry. The, there will be many more no-code solutions, and we can see that also in already in other areas, not SEO, but in other areas, to to glue together many um, outputs of data to aggregate and to not only aggregate but also filter, segment, do a very basic analysis, and already have like an output that is ready for you to analyze and, and 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 validate right um and then on the other hand so that will be amazing because it will facilitate many people to uh well not necessarily have to even like learn uh right. to from zero and i can understand that for many this is amazing because there's this willingness and this is the path that they want to take uh through careers but for many others there might it might not be and it, it is going to be very useful and then on the other hand, I think that we also are getting into this level of maturity in which like we have focused so much trying to fix stuff. I think that a lot of our work is trying to fix stuff. Okay, um, I don't know, websites that are not crawlable or that are like indexability issues. So for example, the JavaScript, SEO, JavaScript optimization because um, like uh, client-side rendering was not optimal necessarily, and, and yeah. Google started to 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 improve uh, the the index indexing capacity. And then on the other hand, um, yeah, no, like a, a, a lot of solutions that have become better, uh, and they know that they need to like follow web standards when creating links. That they need to be Azure tags, even if and and try not to be clients are render, but. Uh, server-side render, things like that. So they, they have become better. So now, hopefully, we shouldn't necessarily, as much as possible in the future, invest our time to troubleshoot that because that should be by default more and more because there should be better, more and more understanding about that. And because of that, much more of our work should be focused on strategizing and creating like an extra layer of, of, uh, of resources. Right. pages content etc to take the experience and and results uh, to the next level to connect uh, with the user in uh, in many different ways we know and we see how google is going much more into visuals mm -hmm. into 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 videos images uh, how they are blending much more 
um, products information in, in the organic SERPs uh, with, with SERP features. So I think that this should play a role to take. So instead of spending so much time on the fundamentals, we mm -hmm. should try, like, I hope, right, that this is a little bit of my wish too. It's like, because this should be more of a given, more, more and more, little by little, we shouldn't spend so much time on that. And also all of, because of all of the tools that we have nowadays that will highly facilitate all of this work and focus much more on building, creating, strategizing, and taking things to the next level. So yes, that is that is my hope <laughs> a little bit. I, I agree with you. And hopefully the, the SEO gets to like the maturity level where we don't have to make these arguments to the C-suite of like the value of SEO. Because at this point, we should all know that it's going to drive But you know what? I, that that one hundred percent, I am seeing it more, more and more. Like, and with the That's type good. of clients that I that I that I get, they they know they want it. They know they they are not questioning questioning it anymore. Is is next level, next good. stage? Is like, okay, but how much should I actually invest to make right. it ROI positive? It's not if they should invest at all, right? Like, yeah, how, like how when can I get I, it? Yeah, how long should I should I wait? Can you forecast this? Like this sort of. Of of uh, of, uh, of conversations rather than oh should we should we should spend we? anything at all because it is it is an it's not an investment really is like a waste of efforts or something like that right thankfully we are not anymore I think I, I love it Alida I love your insight thank you so much for joining me um if someone wants to find I mean obviously you're you're all over you have a hundred thousand followers but like if someone wants to find you online or get in touch with you what what's the best way to get in touch. Well, they, and this is the, the, the nice thing of having a, a, a name that is not so common. They can search for me, uh, Aleida, in Google, and I will be the first one there, right, for you. My my website, my also Twitter handle at Aleida. I'm very active in Twitter. And they can find me also in Crawling Mondays and YouTube. SEO FOMO is my newsletter if you want to keep up. You with have to subscribe. News. If you're not subscribed to Aleida's newsletter, it is the source of news in our industry and you know find her on twitter you know join the twitter spaces thank you so much for joining me today i really appreciate your time no thank you for the opportunity it was a, a really nice conversation thanks